Hey, I'm David, and welcome to MindYourMind.ca's archive series. This is a podcast where we dig out some of our most popular interviews from the Mind Your Mind vault, edit them, and polish them up so you can enjoy them anytime, anywhere. This episode contains interviews with Canadian psychobilly band The Creep Show and death metal band The Black Dahlia Murderer. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Jessica from Mind Your Mind, and we have The Creep Show. I'm Sarah Sin from The Creep Show. Now, for people who aren't familiar with your music or the style of psychobilly in general, how would you describe your music to them? I hear a lot of people say it's like rockabilly gone punk. Okay. Some people say that, or like rockabilly done like hard rock, or like a lot of people say it sounds like zombies playing punk rock, whatever you want to call it. But, but to me, it's like rockabilly done by a lot of horror movie fans. The name The Creep Show, I just found out actually today that it was written on a napkin with a bunch of other band names and they decided to pick that one. And I think it also had to do with just the name itself. You know, you could be so creative with that as far as stage goes, show, music, everything. So yeah, that's I think where it came from. It's sort of the, uh, the dartboard way of thinking. Like, eh, it looks the best to me. I've done Toronto and, and uh, out east. Uh, we're about to go across through Canada, so that'll be interesting. But uh, I found so far within like the local area uh, that we've played in Canada, the difference between Europe and, and Canada isn't too much. I think Europe's scene is a lot bigger. The psychobilly scene is, is really big over there. There's a lot of big festivals that go on and stuff like that. So there's a lot of people who know about the music as opposed to in Canada or North America. It's still fairly new. I, I think it more or less started over there, like in England and spread through, oh, yeah. through Europe. And like whereas here, we have a lot of fans that are punk rockers, goth kids, or emo kids even, and they just come out of the show. But the only actual psychobilly guys or girls are in the psychobilly bands. And so like, there's no one left to go to the shows. So, so all of our fans are, are punk kids, emo kids, and everyone else. It's weird going back and hearing the album and hearing a different voice because we've been with Sarah since January. Mm-hmm. And so it's, uh, it's weird to think that we had a, like another singer before. And then I hear the album and think, oh, that's not Sarah. It's really weird, but it's, it's been great. Like, we couldn't ask for a better replacement. Because Jen's normally a little girl in the first place, and Sarah's even littler. Yeah, and <laughs> shrinking. Yeah, so it's like Jen Jr. The European tour is my first tour ever with a band. Uh, it's the first time I've ever played with a full band, so it was all really overwhelming, but at the same time, it was definitely one of the best experiences of my life. My hardest thing was probably getting in touch with home and you know, getting internet and uh, <laughs> making phone calls or just even buying phone cards. It's so different over there. You can't just go into a gas station and say, I'll take a card and want to phone my mom or something. That and just, it's hard work being on the road and playing in a band. Like it's, it's the best job ever, but at the same time, it's, you know, you're constantly on the move. I think that things like this are really good. Mm-hmm. Things like Mind Your Mind. When you're younger and stuff, you go through a lot of crap. What I find is that a lot of people in high school, I had a really hard time in high school. I was kind of a dork and I didn't really have any friends. And actually my sister was very popular. So I was like kind of, you know, in the shadow or whatever. And it's a hard time that you you go through when you're a teenager. But you know what, honestly, everyone, your life starts as soon as you get out of high school. So whatever people are going through when they're younger, just try to maintain like solid friendships with solid people because they're pretty easy to pick out, more so when you leave high school. But yeah, I find for younger kids, like just to stick it out and, you know, try to find something creative or something that really kind of drives them. Even if you think you're not that good at it, just go for it anyway and keep trying at it because some things take longer than others. Awesome. Yeah. 
On the other hand, I had a blast in high school. If I could go back and do it again, I would. I, I had a great time. Then like, in the last year of high school, uh, my group of friends had three different people die in the, in the same year. Like, and so everyone in my, in my class was a wreck. And then one half of my friends like got really mad at the other half of my friends. So, like there's this huge like weird like friends civil war going on. And like and so, so, like, last year was kind of weird for me. And, and and I got out of school and I and I found out that other people go through re- really bad stuff too. So as shitty as stuff might be going for you at one point, like chances are someone's already gone through it and don't feel so bad. And I'm sure some, someone will be there for you to help you figure it out. And last but not least, are there any words to live by? Don't drink chocolate milk before you go to bed because it'll give you nightmares. Uh, I would say don't panic and never forget your towel. That's true. That's true. Uh, That's awesome. (laughs) All right. Well, that was the creep show. And thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Nice ending. (laughs) Do they still even sell phone cards? It's interesting to hear the different perspectives between Sarah and Sean about their high school experiences. I know for me, life definitely began after high school ended. Since this interview in 2007, Sarah has left the band to pursue a full-time career with popular Canadian indie rock band Walk Off the Earth, and was replaced by their third and most recent lead singer, Kenda Obi-Wan Kendabi Legaspi, and has released three new studio albums. Next up, we'll hear from The Black Dahlia Murderer. Hi, my name is Oline, and I'm here with Brian from the Black Dahlia Murder. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good. Excellent. So uh, my first question is, how would you describe your relationship among each other as band members? Uh, It's it's not unlike uh, a brother-brother type situation. Uh, We mess with each other and uh, basically talk about nothing serious and just try to have a good time every day. When you're not in the process of touring, or doing anything musically related, uh, do you have any hobbies that would surprise your fans? I'm really good at gardening, and my backyard looks awesome, as well as my front yard. I try to keep it maintained. People might not guess that. What would you say sets you guys apart from other heavy metal rock bands? We eat more than all the other bands. I took the the poutine challenge, which was I was going to eat poutine for every day that I was in country and that was going to be 18 times I think I'm a couple of dishes short but we take our eating very seriously you guys have a busy lifestyle uh do you guys sometimes feel you need a more balanced life obviously you know for us it's been about I'd say 11 years since our original lineup (laughs) since it was a you know the people that started the band uh, some people you know that happens for them they feel like their life is imbalanced because of touring all the time or whatever and they need to you know go do something else so they don't have the worst time ever when you're supposed to be having the best time ever during a tour have you guys ever wanted to discontinue a tour due to personal problems like stress or anxiety i think everyone has a day you know after you get like three or four weeks in everyone has a day here and there where yeah they just they're ready for it to be over and they want to just chill out and sleep for more than you know six hours or whatever a night and how do you guys push through those days um eating i don't think that's the good kind of eating but it makes it puts a smile on yeah it puts a smile on your face what does your writing process consist of pacing i I pace a lot (laughs) 
that's mostly it. I pace around time? the house with a guitar on. Uh, probably starting anywhere between 8 and 10 a.m. And I won't stop until usually 5 or 6. Mm-hmm. Those are on days when I'm like, I'm going to write today. Yeah, is there a special place? Uh, it's at home for me. Is yeah. I, I I don't think I've written much of anything outside of home in years. Uh, do you guys listen to another genre other than metal, death, Mostly. rock? Mostly. Got to get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> we, you know, we have a pretty uh, pretty high dosage of metal any given evening. You know, with the, mm-hmm. the bands we tour with and whatnot. So uh, when it comes to personal time and you know. Just throwing on something. I, I usually like to relax a bit, unless it's time to listen to, you know, say, The Power Station right before you go on. Robert Palmer, he's just got an amazing voice, get you pumped. So what type of student were you in high school? In high school? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty much what you would call the bare minimalist type uh, approach. So some people call that slacking off, I don't know. Uh, I knew what I had to do to get the grades that I had to get. That's so what 50s? I did. Pardon me? So the 50s were... Oh, no, no, no. I would. Uh, I got like B's and A's for the most part. It's just uh, I wasn't the best attender of classes, mm-hmm. nor the most timely with turning in assignments. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they got what they wanted yeah. just on my time frame. Mm-hmm. Which isn't the best way to go about stuff if you want to have a really good education. Guys, gals. If you can have any superpower, what would you pick? Flying! I would fly. Flying? I would would fly really fast. I'd get a lot done that way. Do you have a pet peeve? I got a whole encyclopedia of them. But, uh, (sighs) what really ticks me off? When people get really mad at me on the road, when I'm on my scooter at home and I'm going the speed limit and they want to throw stuff at me. No one's throwing anything at me yet, but you know, you see that look in someone's <laughs> eye. Yeah. I don't like that stuff. You have a lot of tattoos. Do you have a favorite? Some, I'm really excited about what's uh, being built here right now. It's a work in progress. It's an ode to Frank Herbert's Dune. It's going to be pretty cool, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to see the uh the artist tomorrow night, hopefully get him drunk enough to knock some hours off. We'll see. Um that's actually everything I have. So thank you so much for this interview. Oh, well, thank you thank for you. covering us. All right. The Black Dahlia murder have charted seven times on the Billboard 200, making them one of the most popular active American metal bands. They've released three new albums since this 2012 interview. Ever Black, Abysmal, and Nightbringers. Sorry, I just had to say the names like that. They're just so metal. Having tried skydiving and almost thrown up, I'm not so sure I would choose flying myself as my superpower. Maybe teleportation so I could travel anywhere without having to fly. Anywho, I hope you enjoyed these classic interviews that we dug out of the Mind Your Mind vault and dusted off just for you, our awesome listeners. Stay tuned for more extreme interviews coming soon.